Adrian Rogers went to be with the Lord in 2005. He was a great Southern Baptist preacher, served as actually as the president of the Southern Baptist Convention for a number of years. And in the early 70s, he became the senior pastor at Bellevue Baptist Church in Memphis. Under his leadership, it, it had grown from 9,000 members to 29,000 members, which is hard to even wrap my head around. And he was, if you will, a very great and solid, conservative gospel preacher. And he had an amazing voice, just an amazing, deep, rich voice. I can't even come close to imitating it, so I won't try. But he comes up today because of something that he said in a sermon I heard many years ago that has stuck with me and I think is relevant to us today. He said, every single day, God gives us the grace to graciously accomplish everything he has assigned to us. Let me say that again. Every single day, God has given us the grace to graciously accomplish everything he has assigned to us. Even if I break down these words that are so important, every day, every single day, we have what it takes to accomplish what God has assigned us. We simply need to lean into it. And he gives us a very specific outpouring of grace. Not the grace to do just anything, but the grace to do what it is he's assigned us. And I love the fact that Adrian Rogers says, and we can do this graciously. It doesn't necessarily mean strain or heavy burden or striving to make it happen. I also think it's important to really focus for just a moment on the idea that God gives us what we need to accomplish what he has assigned for us. Wow, how similar that is to the scripture we bring up many, many times about Jesus saying, I only do the things I see the Father doing. And why would that be? Because he receives the grace that day to graciously accomplish whatever it is the Father has assigned to him. Not more, not less. Now, this would tell me as I look back on my history that some of the times when I just absolutely exhausted myself almost to the place of despair, that I wasn't really operating in the grace that had been allotted to me for that day. I must have taken my assignment further, failing to remember the principle that I'm to do the things the Father tells me to do. Now, I want to put this all into the context of some of the teachings that we have in 2 Corinthians from the Apostle Paul. You, you know the story that the Macedonian churches had collected a gift that Paul was going to take with him to help people that were impoverished in Jerusalem. And Paul goes out of his way to make a comment that they were experiencing a severe trial themselves, and yet in both joy and, he says, extreme poverty 
in joy and in extreme poverty, they were able to give generously. They were able to give generously. And they were going to give because of their heart to care for other people. Later on in that chapter, Paul makes a comment in verse 7 that we should excel in the grace of giving. And could it be that every day, to some degree, God gives us a portion of grace that flows to us, that is then to flow through us in order that we can help someone else? Now, I've, I've heard these passages of Scripture be used many times on the idea of financial giving, and that's fine. It's good. It works. But I want to come back to something I'd said a few months ago, and that is that's not the only thing we can give. But if we have within us a supply of kindness and joy and care, or as I talked about recently, comfort, encouragement, mercy, forgiveness, that out of what we have, which has been given to us by a grace of God, we can in fact then turn and give to others. And when we do, there are several things that happen. I think something happens in us because we get in the flow of God's love and the flow of his kingdom and we feel more like the person God intends us to be. We also advance the kingdom and we break through darkness for people. When we ask God to help us to see the grace that he has given us for today and look at the opportunity to reach out to another or others and be generous. When you go on in the teachings of Paul, you find where he talked about the fact that God loves a cheerful giver. Giving isn't to be a duty, if you will, but it's to be an opportunity that flows out of a cheerful heart. It's kind of like we talked about with comfort where Paul said, if you have any, do you remember that? He really challenges them to first really consider what it is that they've received in Christ. And then he says this. I'm turning there now. If you have received any tenderness, compassion, comfort for his love, then be of the same mind and reach out and help others. And so that's why we do this. If we've received any grace and mercy and kindness and forgiveness that we needed today, let's recognize that part of that grace is so that we can then reach out to others in order that they can experience that same grace. It's an amazing concept, but I think very important for us. In verse chapter eight, in, in, chapter, in verse eight of, of chapter nine, Paul says, remember, whoever sows sparingly reaps sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Paul mentioned the same principle in another context when he was writing in the book of Romans, the law of sowing and reaping. And it says this, and God is able to bless you abundantly. 
so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. We have what our need dictates. And then we're able to take out of that what we can share with others and abound in a good work. We, we have these stories happen so many times at Healing Care, but one just happened yesterday where an individual owed us $700 for some care they received. And it seemed like they might be a little late on that. And someone rose up and paid that $700 for them. Well, when that word got to this individual that owed the $700, she was certainly grateful. But then she said, but I'm just late on the check. I'll send it today and then pass that $700 on to somebody else. Wow, this is a perfect example of the grace that we have received. We then, out of generosity and abundance, give to others. This is what takes us back then to the idea of what Adrian Rogers is talking about. Every day, God gives us the grace to graciously accomplish everything he's assigned for us. If only we can be aware of two things there. What is the grace that he is especially giving me today? And do I recognize in that that it's coming from his hand? And then... Where should I dispense it as I begin to pass it on to others? In verse 10 of chapter 9, Paul writes, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed. He will enlarge the harvestness, the harvest of your righteousness you will be enriched in every way. We maybe need to take a little time, not only to pray that the Holy Spirit will raise our awareness, but to look at some of the ways in which we have been enriched in every way. And then see if there is not a surplus there that we could pass on to others? Have you been encouraged of late? Did you pass it on to encourage someone else? Were you forgiven? Have you asked the Lord to show you whether there's someone in your own life that you would do well to forgive? Has someone actually extended to you mercy, a special kindness, a comfort? If so, then I think it's good for us to recognize that if we saw this as seeds, we keep what we need and then we pass it on to others. And then all of a sudden we see that it, it not only affected us, but it went on to affect other people in the kingdom of God. I love this concept of enlarging, increasing, enriching. These are God's words for you, God's words for me. When we take the grace he's given us in every day, graciously apply it to those that have need, 
we receive increase. There is an enlarging of our harvest. And we end up being enriched in ways that we cannot even understand. Here's my prayer for us. Father, in Jesus' name, by the power of the Spirit, help us to be more aware of what we have received today from you. Your goodness, your kindness, your treasure that comes simply because we have faith in Christ and we are his children. And then help me to see where it is that I can pass on that gift as a faithful steward. Adrian Rogers went on to be with the Lord in 2005. He was only 74 years old. But here we are now 17 years later and I still remember those words. It was a grace that he passed on one day in a sermon that I heard a grace that affected me, and now a grace that I pass on to you. What has God given us today that we can graciously pass on that the kingdom would advance? Mm-hmm.